Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 8, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Press Through It. For days now, we've been looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. I want to go back to that same passage this morning with a message entitled Confidence in Uncertainty. As a believer, you got to develop your confidence in God to the point where you are confident even in uncertain times or in uncertain situations. Even when you don't know what God is doing, what he's up to, what's about to happen, you still have to have faith in God. So let's get into the word for this morning. Once again, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. This is what the Bible says. Paul said, we have this treasure from God, but we are only like clay jars that hold the treasure. This is to show that the amazing power that we have is from God, not from us. Now we have troubles all around us, but we're not defeated. We often don't know what to do but we don't give up. We are persecuted, but God does not leave us. Now we are hurt sometimes, but we're not destroyed. So we constantly experience the death of Jesus in our own bodies. Why? So that the life of Jesus can be seen in our own bodies. We are alive, but for Jesus, we are always in the danger of death so that the life of Jesus can be seen in our bodies that die. In yesterday's message, I, I keyed in on this line. We often don't know what to do, but we don't give up. And what I was doing, what I was talking, I was talking about trusting God, even when you don't know what to do. You got to trust God, even when you don't know what he's up to. And so today's message is going to flow in that same vein. As we seek to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong, I want to talk about faith this morning, having faith, even when you don't know what God is up to. So what does this mean to you today? I have two things to share with you this morning. As I get into these now, I want you to, to slow down, rid yourself of all distractions, focus in now on what God is about to say through me. You ready? Two things. Number one, faith is tied to God's promises. Now, if you've been watching today's word for a while, you know, I, will, I do a lot of teaching on faith. I want you to understand because the Bible says that we are the just and the just shall live by faith. So we're called and commanded to walk by faith, live by faith, pray by faith, overcome the world by faith. So everything that we do as a believer, we're supposed to do it by faith. So you got to understand what faith is. Faith is tied to God's promises. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us that faith is a confident assurance that God will do what he said he would do. And then faith maintains this assurance even without the benefit of sense realm evidence to support it, right? So, so you live, the real you is the spirit. Your spirit has a soul. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, your will, your thinker, your feeler, your chooser, and your spirit and your soul live in this body. Now this, this body is an earth suit and it's how we relate to the earth. So this body communicates with the earth through the five physical senses. Now, when we have something, sense realm evidence to support what we believe, then we say, oh yeah, that makes sense, right? But, but faith requires you to believe even when you don't have anything that can validate it. No sense realm evidence to support it. Further, let me say, not only does faith require that we believe God in the absence of sense realm evidence, right? Faith requires that we believe God even in the presence of sense realm evidence that is to the contrary. So even though we don't have any evidence to support what we're believing, there may be a lot of evidence that actually refutes what we're believing, but we still have to believe God. So let's say that God tells you in the middle of the night, you, you, you're, 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 you've been diagnosed with a disease and in the middle of the night, God wakes you up and tells you, son, daughter, you are healed, 
right? So you're already healed. This is not the end of you. You know, so you see yourself. God gives you a glimpse of yourself, you know, free of that disease. And so now you have a word from God. You have a promise from the Father, but you also have a doctor's report. So the, the Bible asks the question, whose report are you going to believe? Faith, not only does faith require you to believe what God said, even though when you go to the doctor, you he says, well, what do you mean? God said, what? Do you have anything to support that? Do you have a written document? Do you have, of course not. I don't have anything to support what, I, what God said. I just have to believe what God said. I don't have any sense realm evidence to support it. As a matter of fact, there's a bunch of sense realm evidence. I have lots of stuff in my medical records saying the contrary, but I have to believe God. I have to make decisions based on what God said, even when I don't have any sense realm evidence to support it. I have to believe what God said without any regard, either for the presence or the absence of sense realm evidence. This is the life of faith, and this is how we're called and commanded to live. So for you to have faith in what God said or what he promised, you got to know what he said or what he promised, right? I mean, you need that dream. You need that spoken word. You need that scripture. You need something because faith begins where the will of God is known. If you don't know what God said, if you don't know what God is saying to you right now in your current situation, then you don't know what to have faith in, right? You don't, you don't have anything to have faith in because faith is tied to a promise from God. Faith is tied to something God said. You can't release faith because God has not spoken yet. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So faith requires you to know. Now, once God speaks, once you have a word, then you can stand on that word and you believe that it shall come to pass. Come hell or high water, the promises of God will always manifest in your life, right? So I'm laying the foundation for what faith is. I only have two things to share with you this morning. Let's go to number two. Now, number two is you can have faith in God, the person, even when you don't have a promise. So while I did some good teaching there on faith tied to a promise, now, let me talk about faith tied to the person, the person of God. Have faith in God, the person, even when you don't have a promise. While it is true that faith begins where the will of God is known, and it is true that everything that I just said in this first point is true that faith is tied to a promise from God, it is also true that you can have faith in the person even when you don't have faith in a promise. So even while you are waiting on a promise, you can still have faith in the person. So if we don't know what God said or what he's saying to us, then honestly, we can't have faith in, in something that he hasn't said yet. But we can have faith in the person of God, even when what his will is, is unknown, right? Even in the uncertainty that, that the Apostle Paul was talking about this morning, even while we were searching for answers, even while you're waiting for God to speak, even while you're waiting for a promise, you can still have faith in the person. You can still have a confident assurance that God is up to something. And while I don't know what he's up to, I know that in the end, it is going to work out for my good. I, 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 listen, I don't know what God is up to, but I do know this. What is? What do you know? I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good because my God is a good God and he loves me and he made plans for me from the foundations of the world. The apostle Paul said, we often don't know what to do, but we don't give up. Why don't we give up? Because even though we don't know what to do, even though God hasn't spoken yet, even though we don't have a promise to stand on yet, we can still have faith in God, not in what God said, but in who God is. And so I have faith in 
God. I'm not standing on something he said. I'm standing on the person. I'm standing on the God who loves me, who watches over his word to perform it, who is watching over me, that who a God who neither slumbers nor sleeps. He doesn't go to sleep because he's always watching over me. A God who is more committed to me than I'm committed to me. Even when I am faithless towards him, 2 Timothy 2 and 13 says that God is faithful towards me for he cannot deny himself. When he looks at me, he sees his son and he is committed to me. I have faith in God. See, when you get to the point where you can look in the mirror and say, self, listen, I've been through too much to give up now. I've been through too much with God. I've seen too much with God to doubt him. I have experienced too much with God to question him. I may not know what God is up to, but I do know that it is going to work out for my good. When you get to this point in your life, in your walk of faith, then you're not moved by challenges. You're not moved by opposition and you are not even moved by uncertainty. Your trust in God is solid and it is so solid that you do not allow fear or doubt or unbelief to get a hold of your heart, to contaminate your faith. Last thing I'll say is this, fear tolerated is faith contaminated. You must, you must get to the point where you trust God so much that even when you don't know what he's doing, you refuse to allow fear or doubt or unbelief to get into your heart. Because if that, if you allow doubt in, then doubt is going to lead to fear and fear can lead to a faith failure. You have to believe God even in uncertain times, even when you don't know what to do, even when you don't know what God is up to. You got to trust God even when you can't trace him, even when you don't know what he is going to do. Trust that God is committed to you and that he is committed to the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world. I want us to close out this message now with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, I am the just and I live by faith. I don't live by what I see with my natural eyes. I live by every word that you speak to me. I believe what you said in your written word and what you are saying to me every day by your spirit. I live with a confident assurance that every promise you have given me shall come to pass in my life before I die. I am confident and sure. I am sure and certain. I am not moved, swayed, or shaken. I believe what you said. Further, Father, in those situations where I don't have a promise yet, where you have not spoken, I still have faith. I may not have faith in a promise, but I have faith in the person. I have faith in God, period. I have been through too much with you, Father, to doubt you now. I live by faith. And I am not moved by the uncertain. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, 
there's a subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. It's Friday morning. On Fridays, I like to remind you that we have a podcast. Go to the iTunes store. Search for Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. You're going to find our podcast. Download it. All the content is free. We have an app in every app store. Search for Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries um, uh, in the app store. And whatever app store you have is in Google Play. Is even in the Windows store for Windows mobile devices. Of course, is in the Apple uh, store. So get the get the app. All the content is free. We want you to get the word. Get it down in your heart. Meditate and meditate on God's word day and night. And then lastly, go to our website ripministries.org. And uh, if you want to partner with us, why don't you partner with us? All the donations in the United States are tax deductible. You want to partner with us so that we could do what God has called us to do. Go to our YouTube channel, subscribe as youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Listen, I only do this on Fridays. I'm just reminding you of all the ways that we're putting content out there. We're putting it out there for free. We want you to become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. Head into this day now with confidence, with assurance, even in uncertain times. And then do me a favor, share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends before you leave the screen. I love you and God loves you. Have an amazing weekend. God bless you.